0: fitness pro mentor community what is going on it's another episode of the fitness pro mentor podcast the minds on muscle show with Glenn and I and I have been resisting AI I've been pushing back an old-school body and Glenn Owen one of our wonderful mentors and one of our brilliant trainers at Strat Interim performance has been embodying and researching AI as far as how to use it with marketing advertising and just working with his personal training business so Glenn how are you doing today I am great Brendan. how you doing I'm great man you got who likes Glenn's new headphones Fancy, they're, right?
1: They're a little off-putting, to be honest with you. I'm not used to hearing myself, but we'll get used to it. We'll persevere.
0: Listen, everybody, so here's the game plan. Fitness Pro Mentors, we focus on helping personal trainers, in-person trainers like you scale and grow their business at any level. And as you guys may note, 2024, uh, AI is showing up everywhere. Chat, GPT, all these different platforms have been grossly beneficial and lots of controversy and exploration around these different things. So, Glenn, I know you've been diving into it for quite a bit. And so I have not. And I'm going to interview Glenn, because truthfully, here's what inspired me. You guys know we do this podcast. I send the clips to Glenn, and he tries to find shorts that are, you know, his are very good, and then he has to find mine that are not terrible and clean them up for Instagram shorts. And uh, he sent me like six, which is way more than usual. I was like, oh, this is great. And he goes, I put them in an app, and the app chopped it up and did it for me. And I was like, what? And so for me, this was just one of those revelations of like, I spent a bunch of time, and so does he, video editing. And it's just crazy to see that. He spent almost no time, as far as I'm aware, making a bunch of clips for social media from what we did already here. So I think it's a really cool idea. So, I made first of all, congratulations on all your hard work. Yeah, no, I'm very excited for it. This is going to be an interesting podcast because I think it was probably
1: spent, I don't know, at least 90, 100 hours looking at different AI things, programs. There's so many different possibilities, and I'm excited today that to share what I think is going to be the best ROI for personal trainers out there and then also some of the pitfalls because there's certainly a lot of them that I've seen experienced myself, and we don't want to cut any corners here when we're trying to market and grow our business. So whatever you want to know, get after it, and I've got some other things I can add on if we don't uh, cover them in your questions.
0: Well, I have a few very simple questions. Okay. First and foremost, in your opinion, yeah, should in-person personal trainers at both beginner and advanced, advanced levels be using AI to help support their business? I think there is an opportunity
1: to use AI for everybody in any business. I think it's understanding the constraints of what it can and cannot do for you and then If you're going to be using it, understanding how it can play into your business, both from a marketing perspective and, I'll be honest with you, from a technical perspective as well. So I think everyone can utilize it and use it. It's just a matter of, like, do you understand enough about it to optimize it and not have it backfire on you? Because it definitely can backfire. Please tell me more. How can AI backfire on you as a professional? So uh, when Brandon approached me with this idea of this podcast today, I started writing out a whole bunch of different notes. And here's one of the things that I, I think really comes out more than anything else. AI is is an amazing tool, and it's still very much in its infancy. It's doing a lot of different things right now. It's going to place, replace a lot of different jobs out there that are, how do I put this here, not like mindless jobs, but are things that if you can program a machine to do it, it will do it. Um, you know, when they... St- at one point in time, there were people in Britain and England that would go out every night and put out the um, lights because they were just oil and gas and they had to be lit at the beginning of the evening and then they'd be turned off, essentially extinguished by these gentlemen and these ladies. And once we discovered electricity and we utilized it to have the lights be in light bulbs and we had no longer use for flames, these people's jobs were now removed. We had no need for them anymore. And so one of the great benefits to being a personal trainer is that it's, it's not really just your ability to choose exercise and guide people through them, but it's the ability to, to see the things that artificial intelligence or a computer cannot and then to coach people and be personable with people, and so when I say you know there are some pitfalls you have to understand how to use it and learn it. What I'm talking about is you still have to have a very high technical knowledge. And you still have to be personable. You still have to understand how to carry yourself. You still have to understand how to do all that kind of stuff. Because if you don't, and you're just relying on AI to create your programs or you know um, um, you know tell you what to do next in your business, unless you're putting your critical thinking hat on and really asking does this artificial intelligence really know what's going to be best for me? You are probably going to be uh, missing out or taking some large missteps. Um, Like a quick example would be uh, if you ask AI to write you a copy for your next email blast, and AI, it's going to be, you say, like you type in ChatGPT or another prompt-based AI service, um, help me write copy for my next email blast. It's about uh, delivering a ebook that we created about uh, uh, nourishing longevity, which is something that we created recently. If you just type that in and push enter, it'll give you something. It'll give you, um, um, you know, something you could send out to people. But is it in the kind of tone? of your business that resonates with your demographic? Is it going to be in the kind of tone that they're used to getting from you? Or is it going to sound totally off base? Is it actually going to hit the points that you want to uh, share with people or is it going to be sharing information that's not that great, right? And so there are these things that it can help you with, but unless you're putting your thinking cap, up, thinking cap on and saying to yourself, is this really what I want to put out there? Is this actually the information and knowledge I need to better myself? You could be missing the mark it's not a set it and forget it thing it still requires you to have like a crucial thought process
0: when you use artificial intelligence i think that that's it's an interesting point because i think that i've heard kind of two different things uh i've seen two different things I to say one i've heard a lot of people being concerned like is my job at risk because of of ai and i know there are certainly jobs that are at risk but like you said i don't think the personal training business there's any chance that we're going to be um at risk at all no because truthfully like you said if you're watching someone i mean i remember doing zoom sessions through COVID, and i'd watch three people and you'd there's small things that happen in person with facial expressions and body things that you just can't see through zoom and you can imagine that an ai would either not see it at all Mm -hmm. or would see so much of it that they'd be like are you okay are you okay are you okay right and it would be awful experience from a digital perspective second the thing i'm seeing and i wonder if you're experiencing this at all is i've seen a lot of people talking about implementing ai who are prematurely implementing it because they haven't actually worked on their business infrastructure mm-hmm. and they're just going, okay, well, I need to do marketing. Therefore, I'll do AI so I don't have to do marketing. Do you know what I mean? To make it easy for themselves yeah. before than actually learning the sales skills of advertising.
1: I think, and th- this is really where it comes into, like you still have to have the technical knowledge to discern, mm-hmm. you know, is the AI useful? I th- and I wrote this down on my notes. And it's probably a good time to bring it up. I-, I would think more of AI is like a virtual assistant like that you can bounce ideas off of, have them do tasks for you, but you ultimately have, are always going to have the best idea of what the vision is, whether that's what the training session should look like or the marketing material should look like, the feel, the tone, the sound, all that kind of stuff that makes you you in your personal business. And AI is not going to be able to replace that for you, at least not with the generations and versions that we have right now. We'll see how it evolves in the future because we can never see where we're going to be five or 10 years from now. But I think one of the best ways to think about AI is almost like a virtual assistant. And you still got to check the assistant's work to make. Sure, it's of high quality and makes sense for what it is that you're doing. The other thing I'll say is that I think there is A- AI for sure will replace in some way, shape, or form um, some personal trainers and and some people in the health and in the health world. And it's going to replace the people where they're just they're just doing like automated programming or they're just giving like basic information out there because. There's, there's, it's, not that, it's not custom, it's not tailored to the person. I think the other thing too is that people forget that one of the core innate human needs that we have is that we need social connection, right? We need to be a part of something to share things with people. We need that kind of vibrancy in our life. And whether or not... You know, people come to you because they want to lose body fat or they want to gain muscle or they want to move and exercise pain-free. They also want that personal experience, right? I yeah. mean, that's why a lot of our people come back, even when they start feeling really, really good, is they still want to continue to feel better, but they also just really enjoy the environment that we've created here at Strata. They enjoy us as human beings. They appreciate that kind of personal, tailored experience that you can't get with a machine. And there's going to be a handful of people where they're like, I don't care about the personal experience. I just want the information. Tell me what to do. And And there's a better chance that AI will replace those people. But I think very large swaths of people like that experience of going somewhere, interacting with human beings. It's like this isn't just about the results per se. We know that half of people coming to see your business and retaining people coming into your business is the experience they have when they're with you. And I just don't think that AI is going to be doing that or replacing us as human
0: beings in that way. I mean, I would agree with you. I think that there's zero chance that the top-end, high-end quality personal training service provider is at risk because of AI. Mm-hmm. I really think it's coming back to like the whole Peloton uh, digital Uh, like Peloton is extremely popular right now. It's very commodity-based fitness. It's very vanilla. It's not personalized whatsoever. There's tens of thousands of people per class, if you will. And it'd be very, very easy to have that digital instructor, who's a real person, eventually be replaced by a digital AI as they can start to make it more and more robust, which makes for Peloton, reduces their expense grossly. However, like you're saying, as a top-end, high-end service provider, there are people that want that experience and the results, as Tom Purvis always says, which is just fantastic. For you, Glenn, mm-hmm. how have you found AI to be the most successful use case in your personal business? Uh, so there, there are there's a couple of things that come up to my mind, and
1: stop me if I get redundant because I might go over a couple things here. Um, there are things that I think AI does well from a a base perspective in terms of technical stuff that you might do on your own on your computer. So one of the things that we discussed very earlier and I won't touch on upon it too much is things like um, video editing, right? AI has gotten good now at being able to pick out 30 to 60 second clips out of like long form content, add um, uh, captions in there for you and even, you know, take it and reformat it the way it looks. So some of the posts that uh, opus.ai that we used for some of the content that we're putting out, you know, we had a side-by-side uh, image that you have seen in the long shot here on the podcast and AI essentially cut it in two, put me on the top and Brandon in the bottom and then the captions in the middle. So that would have probably have taken uh, me to come up with the eight to 10 clips that we got out of that, probably would have taken me maybe two hours to do. Instead, I just loaded it up into the app uh, and the app identified some key start and end points, and then I had to spend, and this is where the human being comes into it, I had to spend maybe one or two minutes for each of those clips and figure out, is this going to be the best start point for this clip? Is this going to be the best end point for this clip? It wasn't like totally done for you but it got it 95% of the way there, and I had to just it's choose, huge. yeah, it's huge, right? Like, where do I want to start then? Because there were some things where it's like, okay, the first five seconds of this is unnecessary, and we're going to lose people in retention. But if I get rid of those first five seconds, and we start with you talking about something, and it even comes off as a big sexy hook that's going to reel people in, it becomes a lot more uh, useful. Um, and not everything that AI does is going to knock it out of the park. For that one 20-minute episode that I uploaded and edited, it came up with 20 clips of that, I think, eight to 10 of them somewhere useful, right? And so it's not all going to be bangers, but you get some decent stuff out of it. it
0: saves yeah. time, like you're saying. Like it yeah. at least gives you something to work from.
1: But ultimately, at the end of the day, if you're trying to go like viral right? It really does take creating like unique content where you have control over every little thing, every caption, every emoji that might come in there, every overlay, every cut, every edit. It still takes that level. And maybe AI will get to that point. I imagine it will, but it's not there just yet. And even then, will it have your feel to it or will it have someone else's feel to it? And that's, the, that's the hardest part. I'm sure they'll be learning for the AI machines um, and, and the background uh, programs that process it, but right now it's just not there just
0: yet. You know, I, I don't, you said something, and I, I don't think that AI will be able to replace that higher level unique content because now we're getting to this weird, in my opinion, but we're getting to this place where now anybody with any voice and any visual and any sort of situation can have tons and tons and tons of decent content created mm-hmm. because of what you're talking about. But then that also just helps to show like if someone does have a star level factor or has put the time in to be a good communicator or put the time in to be a good uh, a good differentiation between content, like the stuff that you're practicing, mm-hmm. it makes it stand out even more because what you don't want is to have someone that is posting daily content, which is great if they do do that to advertise their business and, and be seen and grow their brand, but have it all be the same. Right? Yeah. It's just like a lot, but it's all mediocre. Is that better than someone who's posting a little less frequently, but really, really amazing, great stuff that's well edited and well thought out? Um, I don't know, but I'd be interested to kind of see how that plays out. I mean, I, we're, we're kind of all seeing that with different things.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I think I disagree a little bit, but I think we're mostly on the same page. I, I do think that AI will get better and better, and I do think that we will see it. it take over more and more roles in the content. But I think what'll end up having more staying power for the individual is individuals are unique. And it comes back to that human connection piece. We're not, it's not interesting for us to see content that is all totally AI generated, no matter how inspiring it is. If it like takes, for example, Joe Rogan's voice or insert your favorite um, influencer here, and it creates something totally new out of that and edits it, same voice, it looks crazy and it's beautiful. But I think the second people realize, oh, that is actually just AI, that's not a real human being, they get turned off by that. We like that realness. So I think it's more the realness, but I think AI will get to a point where it can do all that kind of stuff. Like it's, it's getting crazier and crazier out there. Um, when it comes to like how you can actually use it, because this is the other part of your question, I think it's really great for a couple different things. One, it's, help, it's great to help you learn. Right. You can you can go into chat GPT and like give it a very long prompt and say, I want to learn how to create a more viral social media post. I'm a 38 year old male with ADHD. I can uh, le- spend an hour a day learning. Please create a six-week course that teaches me everything about how to go viral on Instagram from da 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 da-da-da-da-da. To da-da-da-da-da, to da-da-da-da-da right, ask, and ask me 20 questions to get the process started and then hit enter. And then you can spend 30 minutes or an hour interacting with ChatGPT and it will create a six-week program to help teach you how to go viral. You can even say, link me to free resources in terms of YouTube videos, blogs, and it'll put all that stuff in there. It's pretty amazing stuff. Very interesting. So you can, right, like help, use it to help you learn. One of the things that I've been using it for is help me understand my client's MRIs. So I can, nice. you can upload MRI PDFs and you can have um, ChatGPT explain to you what all these things are, and you can say, right. explain it to me in layman's terms and use analogies, or explain it to me as if I was a um, medical student learning this for the first time, and it'll tailor it to you. And it is very, very helpful to help you understand those different things. So I've been able to better understand what's been going on my client's shoulder by researching all that. And if you, he- if it's like, oh, the- he's got a torn labrum at this position, it's like, okay, what is a labor and what does it do in the body? You can go through and essentially really learn in depth the anatomy of your client's issue at that one area. It's still up to you to figure out what to do next and how to put all that information together. That's where that technical knowledge comes in, but it's great for helping you learn. And you can do the same thing with marketing or anything like that. You can have chat GPT or AI write you copy, but at the end of the day, you have to be able to skilled enough to writing the right prompts in order to get the right information, Right. And if you get, once you get the right information, it's still up to you to take a look at that and be like, is this copy actually what I want people to get? And where do I have to edit it? So it can be great to get like a base idea of what to do and maybe get you 80 or 90% there, but it still takes you in your voice and your knowledge and you learning more of your own technical skills, whether it's marketing, personal training, anatomy, physiology, business, whatever, charisma you know, your own personal stuff that you have to improve on. Use have to take actions to learn and get bad in order to utilize it effectively. It's not like a thing that's going to solve all your problems. It's kind of knowing which ones it can solve well and which ones is going to require more of a personal touch.
0: That's amazing. Um, so you're using it to help you edit videos. You're helping it to help you learn. You're yeah. using it to help you understand MRIs and technical information of yeah. clients.
1: And, like, cre- it can create websites for you now. It can do some base editing for you. It can write blogs. It can do all this kind of stuff for you, but... Yeah, this the, like things that are extreme technical logic you do on a computer
0: it can do a lot of that for you right now so if, if someone's listening to this and they're one of our nerdy personal trainers yeah and they're trying to figure out how do I get started right, right. is chat GPT still the one that everyone's using
1: you know, it's it's crazy so chat GPT, so the way a lot of these different products work is that there are um they're different they're, they're, they're called they're, they're like language based models right they, they that's how I won't I won't even try to go into technical stuff because I can't even really explain it that well. I understand in no my brain, but the way it works is there, there's like a handful of these um, AI kind of chatbot large language models that are responsible in the backbone for a lot of the programs that you will use. So, for example, if you go to Microsoft Edge and you use their version of it, it's still based in ChatGPT because Microsoft has like a multi-billion dollar stake, I believe, in ChatGPT. Google's got their own version. There's a lot of these general versions. And then what they do is they put up their API or their backbone uh, of it to um, uh, other companies and programmers and the programmers then take that and they edit it with their code to kind of create what they want out of it and that's how you get all these different crazy programs all over the place so you can go to th- places like you.com or um, even just to, like search up like what can I do with AI on Google and look at YouTube videos and there's a crazy amount of different stuff um, so it's, it's, it's kind of wrapped up and baked up in every little different thing I'm not sure if that answers your question or so,
0: not what I was going to ask was if someone's brand new Forgetting right. about all the the technical, yeah. where does someone get started? Like, what's the first place that someone can go to start trying right. to play an experiment?
1: Right. I mean, I think going to ChatGPT because it's been the most like well recognized so far and kind of like the the birth of it all. I believe Sam Altman is the gentleman that um, was the CEO and one of the head engineers to begin with. Um, I would go to ChatGPT. And like you can go through their like onboarding stuff. Then you can you can even like type in in a prompt. Like I want to learn ChatGPT. I have thirty minutes. Um, ask me ten questions to better understand me, so I can better understand how to use ChatGPT. Hit enter and then see what happens. Because right now these large language models are all based on like prompts that you put them like text in there. You have to kind of get familiar with like how do I interact and talk to this um, thing, right? It's almost like if you have like a spouse and their grandmother is from another country, and she speaks a little bit of broken English, you can't really just talk in your English that everyone else would know colloquially with your level of education expect to resonate with her. You have to kind of understand how she speaks and understands the English language, and then communicate with her at her level. And it's the same idea. You have to learn to communicate with with ChatGPT at ChatGPT's level, understand the nuances, and get familiar with it before you can really unlock
0: the power of this thing for your business. That's amazing. So, I mean, if there was, I mean, this is all great and I appreciate you sharing all this and I hope everyone that's listening to this, please, I mean, re-listen to what Glenn's talking about because there's a lot of really cool stuff here. If we were having like, if there was like a closing note or anything that we haven't talked about for AI, do you think it'd be important to touch on for this little podcast? What do you think it would be? Um, using AI
1: like anything else is a skill and especially if you're using the ch- these chatbots for different things, you have to spend enough time um, interacting with it to understand how it works and how to use it and get good at at prompt writing in order to utilize it and get the information that you need. Um, you can't let it overshadow the fact that you still need to be good technically. You still need to work on all the other aspects of your business. It is but one small 0.5% tool in your arsenal of being a professional, but it can be a very powerful tool if you know how to use it correctly. More than anything is a time-saving mechanism, I think, rather than something that's going to replace any aspect of your business. Just like how I can now use that ChatGPT to cut down on editing time and creating clips for us instead of spending a, an hour to create maybe four or five good clips, I can now get eight great clips in maybe 15 or 20 minutes. That's kind of the biggest benefit. If you think it's going to replace you as a trainer, you're absolutely wrong. But more than anything else, you have to go out and explore and see what it, it can do And just like anything else, you're not going to invest all of your time in a a whole bunch of AI resources. You kind of pick a handful that are going to work work well for you and move forward. I do like ChatGPT to begin with because it's the most sought out, uh, most recognized, most used API right now in terms of its integration with other programs. And so uh, if you get really good at that, it's a good chance if you you see it in other programs, it'll be easier and more familiar to use. And it's something that absolutely I think everybody should be exploring and utilizing because it's only going to get bigger. It's only going to be out more and more eventually we're all going to be using it I do believe and it's better to get ahead of the trend but also understand its limitations and how it can benefit you rather than um, dismissing it and discarding it because it's it's the future this is going to be you know, I'll, I'll say this uh, and maybe we just call this the pick of my week there's always big disruptors in the space when it first came to human communication tools to write messages and rock was a big disruptor and then Um, books and the written word became another big disruptor. The printing press to disseminate information took power and control away from the church because they were essentially using it more than anyone else and it made it readily available for everybody. So now everyone could put their information out there. And then the internet was the next big one because the internet now allowed everyone to access all the information. And now AI is going to be the next big disruptor because it gives you access to speeding up processes that only the biggest businesses could afford now at your fingertips. And so we do have to get good at this and understand it and it's capacity limitations because it's only going to get bigger and bigger and it's one of those things where you don't want to be left behind by
0: it. I love it. That's, that's what a, I, would, that's where I would finish with that. That's a great pick of the week yeah. if you want to make
1: that yours. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll say, I think my pick of the week is the most beneficial tool I think I've discovered for AI recently is Opus.ai. And there's different um, ones out there, but Opus.ai is a program where Um, You can take long for content like podcasts like this and have it break it down into clips for you. It'll add subtitles for you. It's getting better at adding B-roll, but it's not great yet. It can add emojis for you. There's enough customizations where you can tailor it to how you want it to look, but there's not so many that it's overwhelming. I think that's the beautiful part of it. It is really... It is really like AI to turn long-form content into digestible short-form content to promote yourself in an easy way. And you can also just do captions if you want as well. So I would pick Opus.ai. I mean, it's a paid service, but I got 60 hours, I think, for like 150 Canadian or something like that. And so, you know, we're essentially, if if we wanted to, we're essentially taking care of for the next, I mean, year or two of just this podcast alone, probably more of like 15 or 20 minute episodes, yeah. putting it in there probably two or three years. That's amazing. And we don't have to and have to worry about that. And because it's because my value, my time, it's several hundred dollars an hour. I'm saving myself hundreds and hundreds of hours of time by doing this. I can put towards clients. So it, it's a no brainer. It's a no
0: brainer for me. Very cool. And honestly, my pick of the week kind of bleeds into this whole conversation and it would be this is all amazing. I love all the AI stuff. I'm going to be checking out Opus AI for, and really, just make sure I've got it as well, too, because it sounds like an incredible tool. All I would encourage you to do, and this is my pick of the week, and I'll turn it around with one particular skill, make sure you continue to practice your in-person communication and advertising. 100%. The Like Glenn is saying, this is just a tool. And so my pick of the week, if you will, is I would say is try to practice one-word copy. It's really kind of a fun idea, but when you're posting anywhere or you're doing anything, try and see if you can capture one word that captures your attention. And I've been seeing a lot of really prolific people doing it. I'm like, that's such a simple idea. I've seen Nike do it. I see a lot of influencers trying to do it. So I'd say continue to practice your in-person skills. Leverage the AI as a simple tool. But at the same time, try to practice using one-word copy to see if you can use one word to capture someone's attention. And it really teaches you the value of a word. But quickly, Glenn... Thanks so much for your time with us. Yeah, this, dude. this is I great. I really love to talk, appreciate it. I
1: love talking about this kind of stuff. I'm I'm happy to do another one in the in the future when we got a little bit more time in our belt. But yeah, you can't AI is not going to replace you if you're a really great personal trainer in person. There's some things that can really help you do with your business, but um, it falls really far down the chain in terms of the skills you need to build to have a great, strong one-on-one business. But once you do have a decent business, it's going to help you take it to another level. And I think the learning aspect is the biggest thing. Just being able to, like, if you see something that you don't understand, you want to learn more about and be able to just write uh, in prompts and have ChatGPT help you understand it. It's a huge, amazing learning tool. I use it every day to help me learn stuff. Amazing. And it's been absolutely
0: fantastic, so highly recommend it. Glenn, thanks so much for talking yeah. about this, dude. I really appreciate it. Love it. I love it, man. Everybody, I think this is a good place to put a pin in it today. Thanks so much for checking out this episode. It's going to be in the Facebook group. It's going to be on Spotify. It's going to be everywhere podcasts are. And pay attention, because you're going to see all the shorts from the Opus AI that Glenn's been doing, so that's going to be very exciting. Everybody, thank you so much. Have a wonderful one. Glenn, thank you again, man. Love it. Take care, everybody. I got to hustle to yep. work on something. I got gotcha. you.
1: I got to post some stuff for myself.